What's up, guys? This is Gabby. And this is Robbie. And you're listening to Own Tunes Podcast. Cue the intro. Wolf. Hey, Robbie. How are you doing? I'm doing well, I guess. <laughs> Long pause. Yeah, I know. I'm just uh, going through a lot of work, you know, end of the semester vibes. Relatable. If you guys relate, Retweet. smash the like button. <laughs> Do it, guys. Rate us five stars or four and a half, whatever you guys are feeling, I guess. I would love the five-star review, but I guess maybe some people might feel differently. It's okay, though. We forgive you. Well, now that you guys have briefly heard from me and Robbie, we're going to discuss the two pieces of legislation that we mentioned were going to be debated in Senate last episode. Um, On Monday, both of these pieces of legislation were passed by sets of the Senate, and we have two guests, Chapin and Ellie, who are both co-authors of these legislation. So with that being said, we're going to get into the weekly what? Wolf! We thought that there's no better person to explain the legislation than the people who wrote it. So here with us today, we have Chapin. Hey, everyone. I'm super excited to be here today. Um, So, Chapin, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? So I am currently a first year in NUN um, from Boca Raton, Florida, and I am in the NUN Boston program and I'm studying business administration. So thank you so much for being with us today, Chapin. And without further ado, would you like to explain to us the legislation that you guys just got passed through Senate. So yeah, it was super exciting. This past week in Senate, our legislation passed unanimously to have an NUN as non-pass file this semester. So historically, NUN has gone on in abroad locations at um, abroad universities with foreign professors and curriculum that is different than Northeastern's. But this year we are taking Northeastern classes with Northeastern professors. And so we are asking that to take more responsibility for our grades and actually receive letter grades and have these grades included in our GPA in order to show that we were actually Northeastern students this semester and we're not at a foreign university. So those pass-fail grades are still optional, correct? So if the administration approves uh, this pass-fail grading system for NUN, or non-pass-fail grading system for NUN, students will still have the option to take the classes pass-fail if they so choose. Yeah, of course. So it will be up to the university if they will want to do this as all four classes have to be pass-fail or non-pass-fail, or if you can choose class by class. But yes, the idea is that every student will be given the option. Since we were originally told that this semester was supposed to be pass-fail, it's not fair to switch it for everyone at this point. But for the students who do wish to have all their grades count as actual letter grades, they will be given that option if administration agrees with SGA and allows us to this legislation to pass. And I think it's important that you kind of differentiated that the NUN students are asking for more responsibility this semester, um, as opposed to the previous pass-fail legislation that we discussed that did not get passed, um, which was solely for just regular on-campus students. Yeah, so we can completely see how that can be a little bit confusing because while the other school, the rest of the school that is not anyone is trying just to get the option of the classes pass fail, we are being forced into pass fail when most of us do not need it. And so we understand how some students do need, and that is a request of some students in the larger student body, but with an NUN, 
there is a big population of students and we've received a lot of signatures on our petition regarding this legislation that students want the option to have their letter grades actually count and for them not to be pass fail and take more responsibility for their work. So what exactly is the next steps in the process after the, uh, since this legislation has been passed? So we're in the process of reaching out to uh, administration and getting their um, opinions on the legislation. And since this was a sense of the Senate, we're going to go to them saying this is what Senate feels. This is how many signatures the petition got from any students. And this is why we think this should happen. And hopefully administration will agree with us and make changes to this policy. But as of right now, we're just reaching out to them and trying to schedule or figure out how the best way to go about it to meeting with the appropriate people. Do you think you can quickly explain what a sense of the Senate is? Yeah, of course. So a sense of the Senate basically means it's not where um, like a Senate resolution where the legislation goes directly to an administrator's desk. It is more for us to say when we facilitate these meetings with administration that this is how Senate feels and Senate agrees with me. And it's not just me saying this. It's all of Senate that it believes that this should happen. And we basically have Senate backing us with this legislation. And the Senate represents the student body. So it's more like amplifying voices, basically. Yes, of course. Okay, Chapin, thank you so much for explaining this to all of us. It's definitely a very important piece of legislation, especially in the midst of odd circumstances this year. It's kind of unconventional for NUN students. So I think me and Ravi can both say that we commend you on being a first-year NUN student and trying to pass this legislation. Totally. And for our listeners, we're going to let you guys know in the future what happens with this legislation. And real quick, do you want to um, give people kind of ways to help out if they want to help out with this legislation? Is there anything that the listeners can do? Yeah, of course. If you're an NUN student, I would definitely highly urge you to get you and your friends to go sign the petition on change.org that so we can show that anyone students are backing this and it's not just a few students saying this and it is a something that a lot of anyone students wish to happen and since it is going to be optional even if it does not align with your personal beliefs and that you personally will not be doing it you can still sign in show that you support the option for students who want to have it okay and we can have that change.org link on our instagram Thank you so much, Gabby and Robbie, for having me. And I was so glad I got to show the student body a little bit more about what the legislation is all about. And I'm hoping our talks with the administration go well. And Gabby and Robbie can report positive news back to you all. Okay, guys, now we're here with Ellie. He is the author or one of the authors of the second piece of legislation that was discussed in Senate on Monday. Um, Ellie, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, hi, thank you so much for having me. Uh, my name is Eli Codrone. I am a third year student at Northeastern studying international affairs. Uh, I'm, I was originally, I was born in Belgium and lived in Belgium for like most of my life. And then seven years ago, my family decided to move to, uh, to the US. Uh, I live near Miami. And, uh, and yeah, and since then, uh, loving uh, my time at Northeastern, did my first semester in London with NUN, and now yeah. I'm uh, the president of Chabad, which is like the main Jewish club on campus. Awesome. Fellow NUN student, me and Gabby both did NUN Greece. We know oh, how awesome nice. that program <laughs> is. Super fun. Um, so before we get into any questions, um, why don't you just like explain the legislation a little bit? So tell, uh, tell everyone what, 
what it's about. Yeah, so the resolution was co-sponsored by, I believe, at least from what I'm aware, most, uh, yeah, I think all the, all the Jewish standards uh, on student government and like representatives of every single Jewish club on campus. And it was really first a, a statement to show that the SGA stands with the Jewish community and uh, in these difficult times for the Jewish community, there's a lot of anti-Semitism both on campus and anti-Semitism is also really on the rise, not only in the US, but around the world. The numbers that came out a month ago from the FBI were like, I don't have it on top of my head right now, but pretty crazy numbers, very scary numbers. As someone especially that comes from Europe, one of the main reasons I moved to the US was because of anti-Semitism. And uh, so yeah, the first part of the legislation is really just a statement to show the Jewish community that like, they are not, like we are not alone on campus and that student government stands with us. The second part of the resolution is about, uh, is about uh, asking the school to adopt the IHRA uh, definition of anti-Semitism. So IHRA stands for uh, International Holocaust Remembrance Association, which is an organization of, I believe, around 35 countries and made up of like all the experts you can think of of anti-Semitism. And a few years ago, they created this new definition of anti-Semitism because you need to know that anti-Semitism is the oldest hatred still alive that like has been going on through years and years. And just like a, just like a virus, uh, anti-Semitism has mutated during the, throughout the centuries. At some point, Jews were hated for being a people. They were hated for being a religion. They were hated for just thinking differently than other people. They were hated for like conspiracy theories. There's, there's been so many things throughout the years. And now also Jews are hated for, um, for uh, their nation states. And so this new IHRA definition that has been approved a few years ago was really all about really fighting anti-Semitism in the best way possible. It has been approved by many countries around the world. For example, the EU has recommended all their countries to approve it in the next, I think, two years or something. Uh, uh, here in the US, the State Department and the uh, uh, Department of Education have approved it. So like, it's been a definition that has now become the new definition of anti-Semitism. So that's pretty much um, what the resolution is about. So as a student that didn't really know about this rise of anti-Semitic behavior on campus and around the world, also I believe many students in Senate didn't really know this was going on based off of some of the questions in the debate and discussion of this new legislation. Do you know any specific resources or have any recommendations of ways to get involved or become more informed on this issue? Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, well, it's going to sound stupid, but my Instagram, I post a lot, especially what's happening on campus for the Jewish community and just like even the J Jewish communities around the world. A lot of people call me like a Jewish rights activist. Uh, I travel a lot around the country, go on different campuses to see the Jewish communities. I'm involved in many, many different programs. So definitely my Instagram, E-L-I-E-C-O-D, uh, I guess is a good a place to start to learn about the Jewish community at Northeastern. And then, um, yeah, there's many, there's many incredible Instagram accounts. Uh, there's this account called uh, Hala Bad Girls. There's this guy called Han Mazig. Like, there's a lot of uh, 
very great account that if people want to learn more, they can definitely message me. I can send them resources. And uh, yeah, it's interesting because I'm, I'm loving my time at Northeastern, but like what a lot of people don't know, even in the Jewish community, but like in the Jewish community, Northeastern has a reputation of being an anti-Semitic school. Like we have, a, if you check online, there's rankings of like anti-Semitic schools, uh, school safer for Jews and this and that. Northeastern is usually listed as one of the bad schools for Jews, which is very interesting because we have an incredible community. A lot has changed. Basically, it has a reputation because five or six years ago, a whole documentary came out with like teachers on tape saying all these crazy things. There's this, t- this teacher still teaching today that like is on tape for telling his students to like be proud to be called anti-Semite. Wow. And uh, so like it's very tough for like many Jewish students are like going to these classes while they've watched those recordings of all these different teachers and like nothing has been done pretty much. So you're hoping that this legislation, if not just can bring more awareness, will be able to put parameters in place to kind of force teachers and students to be at least more respectful. Exactly. There's three main goals with that resolution that I'm thinking of right now. It's first, it was really to show support to the Jewish community and to give some more, I guess, pride to the Jewish community to see that that's it you're not alone anymore. Like people know that this is happening and people want to do something about it. Uh, The second part was, uh, yeah, to raise awareness. As we saw during the the Senate meeting, a lot of people were not aware of what was happening because like, yeah, even a lot of Jewish students that have experienced anti-Semitism have given up a long time ago to like report it to the administration because like I try to do it as much as possible because I think it's very important to be on record and like that the school knows that it's happening. But I have to say it's very frustrating because like there's not much happening when I go uh, report it. Even like as a leader of the Jewish community at Northeastern, like other students come to me saying, oh, this happened, this happened. But like how many times can you go to the administration if they're not doing anything? And then uh, and then the third part is hoping that now we'll be able to work with student government to get the administration to really, I guess, make a move and protect Jewish students on campus. Thank you so much for coming and speaking with us today, Ellie. Um, is there anything else that you would like to say before we go ahead and sign off? Of course. Thank you so much for having me today. I really appreciate it. And uh, no, I just wanted to thank the 41 senators that have supported this resolution. I know that the Senate meeting on Monday was uh, pretty intense. So we really, really appreciate it in the name of the entire Jewish community. And uh, we're now ready to work with student government to make a real difference on this campus. Thank you. Best of luck with the future of this legislation. Yes. Thank you. All right. Now moving on to our next section, questions of the week. This week is super exciting. We have exactly one question. Um, our first and only question. Robbie, would you like to read of it? Of course. For us? The question is drum roll, please. What is your favorite place to eat on slash around campus? Asked by Ashley. Thank you very much for your question, Ashley. Keep being inquisitive. So I am probably 97% certain. Gabby and I are going to have the same exact answer to this question. Ready? Sprout. Sprout. Perfect. I'm glad we're on the same page. Sprout is, in fact, the best place to eat on campus. I have, in fact, gone through multiple, by multiple, I mean probably more than four or five 
punch cards this semester. Um, for those of you that don't know, Sprout is an awesome Mediterranean salad slash Greek gyro. I'm going to say it not like a Greek. I'm sorry. I did study abroad in Greece, but I still don't know how to say it. Um, place on Huntington. Super awesome food. Super nice people. If it hasn't come across yet, how much me and Robbie love this place. Me and the owner are now on first name basis. So, Yostri, <laughs> if you're listening and are looking to give out sponsorships, please sponsor. Honestly, me. thank you. I love a Sprout sponsorship. Are you kidding me? <laughs> me too. So, thank you guys so much for listening to Questions of the Week. Keep asking questions. Keep being inquisitive. So important. No, obviously, not copymarked um, by uh, not copymarked. What's the word? <laughs> Lady yeah, Efron. Obviously, not trademarked by Lady Efron. We say inquisitive. Trademarked by Lady no, Efron. No, we say inquisitive. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Pod, and make sure to tune in next week. We release new episodes every Monday. Have you ever seen Ariana Grande around the hood? I've seen Frankie like a few times. Oh, that's Ariana. cool. Wow. Maybe this can go in our bloopers. <laughs> just Why so you guys know, David has seen episode. Frankie Grande. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just so you know, the Grandes are also from uh, Chapin's hometown, and he has, in fact, seen Frankie Grande in the flesh. Which is why he's Not qualified. Ariana, though. Not Ariana, though. <laughs>